thank you so much for joining us viewers thank you very much thank you everybody who's with us today praise god mm, thank you so much thank you so much um it's quite a huge privilege for me to stand before you ladies and gentlemen and share god's word with you uh, i believe today is a very special day and i know god has got so much in store for us i pray that you have prepared your hearts today because there's something special that the lord has for us and uh ooh, i can i can i can sense it i can sense it i i have come to you ladies and gentlemen loaded 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 i'm ready i'm ready to offload god's word to you today um we're gonna be sharing today on the subject i have titled praying from a place of strength praying from a place of strength it's very very important for you that you learn to pray in such a fashion that you learn to pray from such a place because it's only when you pray from such a place will you get results hallelujah hallelujah praying from a place of strength praying from a place of strength in television people pray but do not get results why is that why is that it's because they do not know how to pray from a place of strength and today by god's grace we're gonna be praying uh, I'm going to be teaching you on how we can pray from a place of strength, from a place of victory, from a place that overcomes. Hallelujah. Now, to begin, I want to share with you uh, from the book of um, from the book of Luke 11, verse one. Bible says this one day Jesus was praying in a certain place when he finished one of his disciples said to him Lord teach us to pray just like John taught his disciples now I want you to notice something from this portion of scripture There's a reason why the disciples asked Jesus to teach them to pray. And the reason is very simple. The reason is that every time Jesus prayed, he got answers. Every time Jesus prayed, he got answers. And as a result of this, Bible lets us know how that the disciples came to him and said teach us how to pray just like john taught his disciples 
You see, uh, John's disciples were praying. And John taught his disciples how to pray. But well, Jesus' disciples did not want to learn the prayer that John taught his disciples. But they wanted to learn the prayer that Jesus was praying because they saw Jesus getting multiple results. Every time Jesus prayed, he got results. And as a result of that, they said, Master, teach us to pray. Teach us to pray that we may get the same results as you got. And the question then becomes, how did Jesus pray? How did Jesus pray? Why did Jesus get so much results when he prayed? It's because Jesus knew who he was. Jesus knew who he was. So if you are going to pray today from, from a place of strength, that place of strength, is the place of knowledge. It's a place where you know who you are. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. I hope you are taking notes of this. I hope you are taking note of all these things. Because I don't want you to miss anything. Kalabasanda. So I was saying that Jesus, Jesus prayed from a place of strength. Jesus <clears throat> prayed from a place of strength. Now, what is this place of strength? Somebody may ask. It's very simple. It's very simple. This place of strength is your place of identity. It's your place where you understand who you are in Christ and you understand what Jesus has already done for you. Because when you begin to pray from such a place, you will not walk into his presence ashamed. You will not live in his presence ashamed. Because Bible lets us know that in his presence, there's fullness of joy. And that's where you live, in that presence, where there's fullness of joy. If there's fullness of joy, you can be rest assured. question is, why is there fullness of joy? It's because everything works together for God in his presence. Praise God. Now, I want us to begin by reading scriptures. In the book of Acts 13, Acts 13, verse 38, I'm trying to show you from scriptures your place of strength. I'm trying to show you from scriptures who you are. Because if you can know who you are in Christ, if you can understand that simple fact, it's very simple but very profound. If you can understand what Jesus has already done for you you will not pray from a place of defeat it seems to me that many people you know are defeated before they pray they are defeated while they pray and they are defeated even after prayer 
That is why there's a reason why Bible says rejoice and always rejoice. And then it Bible lets us know how that before we pray, Bible says, do not be anxious for nothing. This means the moment you make up your mind to pray, you have to come to a place where you already know that God has already done that which you are, you are praying for. Hallelujah. Anyway, let us read from the book of Acts and then I can show you all these things that I want to show you. We are dealing with praying from a place of strength. Acts 13 verse 38. Acts 13. Acts 13 verse 38. Liga Basondo. Acts 13, verse 38. Now, I want, you to, I want us to read this portion of scriptures. I will read it from my translation. From my translation, I'm reading from the King James Version. Bible says this. Be it known unto you, therefore, men and brethren, that through this man is preached unto you the forgiveness of sins through this man called jesus is preached unto you the forgiveness of sins 39 it says this and by him all that believe are justified from all things and by him all that believe are justified from all things ladies and gentlemen I want you to know that when you come to Jesus, when you accept him as your Lord and personal Savior, you are justified. You are justified. So this means you are dealing with God from a place of justification. Justification. This means God no longer condemns you. You are dealing with him from a place of justification. The Bible says um, that he has justified you. That he has justified you. That he has justified you. Scriptures let us know in Acts 30, 13 verse 39, Bible says, and by him all that believe are justified. Do you believe in Christ Jesus? If you believe in Christ Jesus, it means you are justified. Now, what does the word justify mean? What, what, is, what does it mean to justify? Or the word justification. The word justification means declared not guilty. Acquitted and discharged. Praise God. Praise God. The word justification means declared not guilty. Acquitted and discharged. So this means when you come to God, you have to come with that sense of justification. You have to come with that sense of, of, of justification. That that guilt that you have for the things that you did. Get rid of those things. That's not your mindset. 
God does not want you to live that way. These are things that block, that act as blockages to your prayers. Because every time you come to Him, you may be thinking about the mistakes that you made and so on and so forth. But Bible says, if you believe in Him, you are justified. You are justified. Justification is your portion. Praise God. Hallelujah. Jesus died so that you should have advantage. He has given you advantage. Let me show you something else. Let me show you something else. Go to the book of 2 Corinthians. 2 Corinthians. Oh, I love reading this portion of scripture. I will never get tired. I will never get tired of reading this beautiful scripture because every time I read this, I'm reminded of the I'm reminded of who I am in Christ Jesus. The Bible says this. Second Corinthians 5 verse 17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. It does not end there. It says in 18, all things are of God. Oh God. What this means is that the day you gave your life to Christ, you, you became a new creation. So God looks at you as a new creation, a spotless creation. You are new. You are brand new. 18 says, all things are of God. All things are of God. All things are of God. What this means is that the moment you are a new creation, you, you have become God's property. You have become God's property. All things about you are of God. And then it goes on to say this. Who has reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ? Who has reconciled us? Kiraba Sandaraba. You see, if Jesus reconciled you to the Father, it means that the Father wants you. This means you are important to God. You are important to God. If you are not important to God, Jesus was not going to die for you on that cross. If you are not important to God, Jesus wasn't going to reconcile you with the Father. If he reconciled you with the Father, it means that it means that the Father wanted you to live in wanted you to be in reconciliation with him. He wanted that relationship to be amended. That relationship that was broken when Adam and Eve ate from the tree that they were told not to eat from. Praise God. Hallelujah. It says, it's all things are of God who has reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. Not only has Jesus, not only did Jesus reconcile us to the Father, Bible says he has given us the ministry of reconciliation, meaning he has gone beyond reconciling with us. 
He's even says now, this ministry of reconciliation is yours. Go and tell others that I'm not mad at them. Go and tell others that I want a relationship with them. Woo, glory to God, somebody. Thank you, Jesus Christ. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for this ministry of reconciliation. Thank you that you've reconciled with us. Ligos Aramantas. Ligis Oprosta Brigas Ahasgedes. Praise God. Hallelujah. You understand now? So this means you are a new creation. This means God looks at you as a new creation. God looks at you as a new creation. God looks at you as a new creation. Praise God. He looks at you as a new creation. He looks at you as a new creation. He has reconciled with you. Oh, Karabasandana. Thank you, Jesus. Let me show you. Let me show you another verse. Just so that you know where you stand with God. So that you know your position with God. Romans 5. Romans 5. We're going to read from 8. Romans 5 is 8. I'm going to read for you. And I'm reading from the King James Version. We are talking... We are talking about praying from a place of strength. Praying from a place of strength. Praise the Lord. Now look at what the Bible says. It says this. But God commended his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Christ died for us. 9 says, Much more than being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from the wrath through him. Oh, glory to God. This is why Jesus died. He, he died for our justification. So you are justified in Christ. You are justified in Christ. Let's go back to the book of Second Corinthians. Let me now show you. Uh, now that you're justified, uh, we're going to read Second Corinthians five this time around. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. It says these things. It says, "For he has made him." To be seen for us who knew no sin. Why? It now answers that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Oh, glory to God. For he has made him. For he has made him sin. He who knew no sin. Why? That we might be caught. That we might be made. That we might be caught into righteousness. This means where you are, you are standing from a place of righteousness. Who are you in Christ? You are a new creation. Who are you in Christ? You are the justified. Who are you in Christ? You are the righteousness of God. 
You are the righteousness of God. There is no condemnation. There is no condemnation. That is why the book of Romans 8 verse 1 says, There is therefore no condemnation to them that, that are in Christ Jesus. How can you be condemned if you are in Christ Jesus? If you live in Christ Jesus, how can you be condemned if you are covered with Jesus Christ? You are not condemned. You are not condemned. Jesus knew all these things. He knew he was not condemned. He knew that the Father wanted him. He knew that he was important to the Father. That is why when he prayed, he prayed from a place of strength. Praise God. He prayed from a place of strength. He prayed from a place of strength. He knew that the Father wanted him. He knew that he was important to the Father. And I want you to know today that you are important. That you are important to the Father. That you are important to the Father. That you are important to the Father. If you are not important to the Father, He wasn't going to justify you. He was, go he was not going to die for you. Woo! He was not going to die for you. He was not going to do all those things that He did for you. Oh, Karaba Sandaraba. While He was on that cross, Karaba Sandaraba. He would have given up. But he did not give up because he wanted you to be justified. He did not give up on you. Now, let, let, let me show you something. I want you to understand the importance of these things that I'm sharing with you. Let's go back to the book of Romans 5. And this time around, we're not reading 8. I want us to read um, starting from 6. Bible says, for when we were yet without strength, for when we were yet without strength, when we were helpless and hopeless, Bible says, in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. He died for you when you were ungodly, when you were without hope and strength. And then eight says, seven says this. It says, for scarcely for a righteous man will one die. Who have you ever seen dying? Bible says, scarcely for a righteous man will one die. You see, Christ did not die for you because you were righteous. And the Bible lets us know that scarcely, it's very rare that you would see someone dying for a righteous man. For a man who is who who does right, scarcely you would see anyone die for for such a one. And then Bible says, yet peradventure, for a good man, some would even dare to die. Yes, some people would dare to die for a good man. But you see, Christ did not die for you when you were a good man. Christ did not die for you when you were righteous. 
He died for you when you were without strength. So he died when you were without strength. So that you can have strength. And this is where you are standing now. You are now standing from a place of strength. You are now standing from a place of strength. From a place of justification. From a place of righteousness. Nobody has got the right to condemn you. Because you are now in Christ Jesus. Bible says there is therefore no condemnation to those that are in Christ Jesus. You need to know these things. This therefore means that when you stand to pray, that voice that may try to condemn you is of the devil. Is of the devil. And because you are a believer who knows, who is knowledgeable of what Jesus has done for you, you do not let Satan come in between you and your relationship with God. You do not let the devourer you do not let that liar bring lies to you. Because now you are standing from a place of strength. You are God's child. You are God's child. You are God's son. Kibabayatos. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. Now that you know these things, 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 how do you approach prayer? It's very simple. It's very simple. Hebrews. 4 verse 16 this is what Bible says it says let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace let us therefore come boldly oh your boldness is important your boldness is important your boldness is important God requires us requires you to be bold I want to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, from this moment forth, that get bored about Jesus. Get bored about Jesus, and he will get bored about you. And he will get bored about you. Get bored about Jesus. When you go to him, when you stand in the presence of the Father to pray, you are praying from a place of boldness. Remember, it's the throne, it's the throne of grace that we are dealing with. It's the throne of grace. It's the throne of grace. It's the throne of grace that we are dealing with. Oh, Karaba Sandaraba. You may you, you may not you might not have deserved it, but it's a throne of grace that we are dealing with. Other versions say, let us 
then approach the throne of grace with confidence. It's a requirement. God requires of you because in the kingdom of God, we always win. So you cannot go to God defeated. Oh, that's an abomination. That's an abomination. That's an abomination. That's an abomination. You cannot go to him defeated. You cannot go to him defeated. You cannot go to him defeated. You have to go with boldness. That what you want is already done. What you want is already done. What you need is already done. What you what you need, your needs are already met. You have to bear in mind what the Bible says. Have you ever read what Bible says in the book of um, Philippians 4, verse 19? I wanna, I wanna, I wanna read it for you just, just now. And then we're gonna get back to the book of Hebrews four verse sixteen. Karabasonda. Thank you, Jesus. Look at what the Bible says. The Bible says, "But my God shall supply all of your need." According to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. But my God shall supply all of your needs. My God shall supply all of your needs. He did not say some of your needs. It says all of your needs. So when you got when you come to Jesus, when you come to God in through prayer, I want you to know that Bible already declares that he will supply all of your needs. That he will supply all of your needs. So you are going to him with boldness. Oh, glory to God. You are going with boldness. What is it that you are looking for from God? Is it strength? Is it strength? Do you feel you need strength to do something extraordinary? You know what Bible says? In the same book of, 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 of Philippians 4, but this time around 13, Bible says, I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. Oh, glory to God. So you are going, you are first in God from a place of strength, not a place of defeat. Listen, the next time you cry while you are in prayer, the next time you cry while you are in prayer, you should cry because of that overwhelming presence of God. That overwhelming presence of God. That overwhelming presence of God. And not because you are in need. And not because you feel defeated. Oh, glory to God. That's the only reason you should cry. You can, you should never go to the presence of God, God to cry. No, I, what I mean is that I know people 
may cry when you go in the presence of God and his presence is just so awesome and wonderful and you begin to cry. I don't mean that, that type of crying. That one you are loud. But that's, that kind of crying where you are crying because you are in pain. You feel there's no way out. You feel helpless and hopeless. Never do that. Understand what God has said and begin to practice these things. Mm. Bible says this. Bible says this. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace, that we may that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in the in the time of need. Yes, Bible says God acknowledges that. A time cometh when you will be in need. Praise God. A time cometh when you will be in need. But as you approach His throne, understand the type of throne that it is. It is the throne of grace. It is the throne of grace. Listen, let me give you an example. If you were in need of money and you, you, was, you were in dead need of money, you needed money like yesterday and somebody gave you an open check which you need to go cash out at the bank. Much as you were in need, the moment that check comes to you to go and cash out at the bank. As you approach the bank, you know what is found in the bank. You know that money is found there. As you go there, everything changes because you know that you are going to a bank to go and withdraw money so that you, you deal with your needs. In the same way, you may be in need, and it may be painful sometimes. You may need certain things. But the moment you decide that you're going to pray about it, that very moment, that very moment is the moment. That very moment is the moment that you change your stance. You now understand where you're going. Bible says it's a throne of grace. It's a throne of good things. It's a throne of favor. It's a throne of anything that you would ever need. So as you go there, you know that I'm going to collect what I need. So you don't need to cry no more. You don't need to be in pain no more. Because you now understand. Oh, Garaba Sandaraba. You now understand what you need. You now understand that you need will be met. And as I, as I close, I want us to read scriptures in the book of Hebrews 10. Hebrews 10 verse 23. Hebrews 10 verse 23. 
Kura Rasana. Thank you, Jesus, for your strength. Look at what the Bible says in the book of Hebrews. Hebrews 10, verse 23. It says, let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful that promised. He is faithful that promised. He is faithful that promised. Ladies and gentlemen, it is wonderful to know who you are in Christ, and it is wonderful to pray from this place of strength, but it is extra wonderful to even know who God is. Bible says, He that promised, He is faithful. You can ride on God's faithfulness. You can ride on God's faithfulness. This means as you pray, you are assured that God is not a man that he should lie, neither is he a son of man that he should repent. Has he said and not fulfilled? Has he promised and not done what he promised? Now no more. He is a faithful God. He is a faithful God. He is a faithful God. Ladies and gentlemen, he is a faithful God. He is a faithful God. He is a faithful God. He that promised is faithful. He that promised is faithful. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. He that promised is faithful. He that promised is faithful. He that promised is faithful. That's God's attribute. He is a faithful God. The next time you get into that prayer closet, pray from the place of strength. Rise up to that place. Take your position in Christ. Take your position in Christ. Take your position in Christ. Take your position. Hallelujah. Take your position in Christ Jesus. Take your position. Take your position in Christ. He is faithful. He is faithful. You can ride on his faithfulness. 
He is trustable. He is trustable. You can trust him. You can trust God. You can trust God, praise the Lord. You can trust him because he is faithful. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. I look forward to hearing testimonies, 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 testimonies of the so many things that God will begin to do for you. Oh, Karavasandarama. Listen, even if you were confessing some wrong or sin that you did, you do it from a place of strength. How do you do that? You say, Lord Jesus, thank you that your blood justified me. Thank you that you redeemed me. Thank you that you redeemed me. Remember, if he redeemed you, it means he wants you. If he reconciled with you, it means he wants that relationship. If he justified you, it means he wants you to live a condemnation-free life. Hallelujah. So, so, even if you are confessing sin, it shouldn't even be something that you, you know, be so much troubled with. He already dealt with sin. You say, Lord Jesus, thank you. Thank you that your blood justified us. That your blood has already did the work. Thank you. That I'm cleansed from all unrighteousness. Hallelujah. By the power of the Holy Ghost, I pray for you now that you will live a life of victory, that your prayer life will never be the same, that you will walk in victory, you will walk in strength, you will pray and your prayers will be answered because you now. You, you will now be praying like Jesus. He prayed from the place of strength. Hallelujah. Praise God. Jesus said, The Father always hears me. Hallelujah. Because you now accept what Jesus did for you. The Father will always hear you as well. Praise God. Thank you so much for joining us today. The Lord bless you. The Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. The Lord preserve you. The Lord promotes you. Hallelujah. Congratulations for joining us today. Congratulations. Receive your promotion. Receive your elevation. Oh, Karabasandara, this revelation is unto manifestation. Praise God, hallelujah. Be blessed forevermore. Thank you for joining us today. I, I end here. Thank you. Karabasandara.
Thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you.